Welcome to the Thriving Mom Podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast today. How are you? I'm so glad that you're joining me today because today's episode is one that I'm hoping will light a fire in your belly. In a good way, that is. And before we get into the episode, I want to share this quote from Mandy Hale. It says, change can be scary, but you know what's even scarier? Allowing fear to stop you from growing, evolving, and progressing. Right? So this week, I'm actually calling out all the moms who want to make changes, but we keep getting distracted by what we think we can and cannot do. Now, if this is you, I want you to know that you're completely normal Your behavior totally makes sense because that's what we've been socialized to believe and to do as women and as moms. But I want you to know that if you're tired of living by shoulds and have-tos, you have a choice. If you feel like your life is being sucked out of you, you're normal, but you have a choice. So keep listening because this episode is all about equipping you to get off that struggle bus of focusing on your problems so that you can start to focus on solutions and start changing your life. Now, when it comes to making change, especially when it comes to food and our bodies, many of us make excuses because we have stories that we tell ourselves. Usually those excuses will start with things like, well, I can't eat that way, or I can't do that movement, or I can't permit myself to eat because, and then we start to justify why we think the way we do. We also try to convince other people to believe us, (laughs) which is often funny because the more people question, the more you dig your heels in, even when you don't know the reason, but it's more like you really just want to prove that your reason is true. But when it comes down to the heart of the matter, is the change that you're avoiding that powerful? Of course, it's powerful because it's going to help you. But is it that scary is what I mean. Sometimes I compare it to looking at the shadow of a little puppy on a wall. So if someone were to project maybe like a flashlight by a little puppy and you're looking at the wall projection, it looks quite big. And that might look scary to you. But what if you saw the puppy before you saw that shadow? You'd be less afraid, right? Because your brain will know that it's just a tiny puppy that doesn't need to make you afraid. The same thing happens when we start thinking about change, especially when it comes to food and body freedom. When you have a story about why you can't trust your body, then eating and doing things that actually help you honor your body, like movement, like rest, like reducing stress, become things that you tend to be afraid of because you're not sure what's on the other side. You're not sure what to expect. So then your brain thinks it needs to protect you And that's why it's going to give you all the thoughts that will help you avoid that situation, which is why when you say, I can't do whatever it is you don't want to do because your brain gives you all the reasons and you think that that's actually true. So for things like food, which I always have this conversation with my clients when we start talking about giving yourself full permission to eat. So things like cookies, people worry about 
they might gain weight and then of course when you think about gaining weight then all of a sudden it's like I won't find a partner or my partner wouldn't love me anymore and then I might develop a disease and then I'll die right again we are programmed to be that way so when you say I can't eat foods I love and enjoy because I'll never stop eating them I want you to ask yourself is it really true that you can't stop or is it just your brain and the stories that you're telling yourself about what eating that food means that's making you feel that way. Now I'm going to say here, I am not discounting your feelings. Your feelings are valid. They are your body's natural response to the thoughts that you have in that moment. And it's only natural for you to respond that way. But when you have those moments, I want you to pause and I want you to do the five things I'm about to share with you now. Are you ready? All right. Number one, just pause. Yes. You want to take a step back and just breathe because so many of us live in reactive modes, which of course can be rationalized by the fact that our lives are so busy and we barely have time to be mindful. But when you learn to pause before jumping into action, it actually gives you a moment to pay attention to the next thing you're about to do. It doesn't have to be a long process. Just take a moment, pause and breathe. For some of you, you might find it helpful to tap yourself gently, maybe on your wrist or just even putting your hands over your heart to remind yourself that you're present and it's safe. And this is just a moment that you need to make a decision. Remember, the decision is not that scary. It's a little puppy that's manifesting like a big shadow on the wall. So you need to take charge and remind yourself that it is safe in this moment. The next thing you're going to do, number two, is ask. Get curious. I wonder why I'm having this reaction. Another way to think about this is, what are you making that decision mean about you? Now, I want you to notice here that we're not asking, why do I or why am I? Again, our brain is ever ready to find reasons that will distract you so that you're safe. But this is what you get to reframe that moment by taking that power back and getting curious. So for example, a really common one that I find is moms who don't want to eat things like cookies or candy with their kids. <laughs> and most times the reason is, well, I can't eat that because I won't be able to stop myself. So ask yourself in that moment, you've taken a moment to pause, reminded yourself that you're safe. Then ask yourself, I wonder why I feel that I can't have cookies with my kids. Now your brain is going to bring up thoughts that you need to sort through. Now your brain may bring thoughts like, well, I've tried to be free around food and give myself permission, but I never stopped. And this is usually a case where you haven't given yourself full permission, which I will talk about in a future episode. So if you're not subscribed, make sure you're subscribed so that you know when that episode drops. But your brain can give you thoughts like that, why well, I've tried to be free around food before and I was not able to. Or you might start to think, well, I'll gain weight or whatever else your excuse may be. So rather than ask yourself, why am I not doing this or why am I thinking this way? Think, I wonder. I wonder makes you sit in the driver's seat and start to think and get curious. Once you've asked yourself that, we move on to step three which is all about examining. So next, you're going to just ask yourself, is this thought true? Or is it just 
an irrational thought that I have believed for a long time. You know what? Your body will know. If your body feels expansive and calm, then my friend, you're golden. Chances are you're making this decision from a place of love, from a place of abundance, from a place of trust. But if you feel like your body's constricting, you might need to dig deeper into why that is. So going back to my example again with eating cookies and the kids, you may decide, no, I don't want to eat the cookies because I'm just not hungry. And when you say that or think that, how does it feel? You feel expansive? Okay. You acknowledge your answer and you move on. Then you're not going to feel bad. You're not going to feel negative about it. But then when you say, I don't want to eat the cookies because some of the thoughts will come up, you know, I can't control myself or whatever else your excuse may be, and you feel that constriction, then you do the next step I'm about to share with you. And that is when you get to choose, which is the next step. Now, choosing here is not between good or bad. It's more about what are the options and what decision can I make in this moment? Because a lot of us get stuck in indecision because we don't want to deal with whatever comes, whatever results come off of our decision making. But you have to take responsibility. Remember, we are trying to be solution focused. We're trying to take responsibility and create the future that we want. So when you decide and you realize that your thought is irrational, you have an opportunity to choose to keep believing that thought or you can think a new thought. Chances are if you're listening to this episode, you're already wanting to take some serious action and change your life. So I would encourage you to just make a decision. Choose to drop that irrational thought. And this next one is for you. Now that you've decided that you're not going to listen anymore or subscribe to that irrational thought, it's time to reframe your thoughts from living by rules and shoulds and have tos to actually taking charge. So rather than saying something like, I can't do this or that, or I can't eat cookies because whatever your reason, shift that I can't, reframe it to how can I do or eat that thing. So you're taking the power and saying, okay, I understand. I need to make the decision here. How can I make this work? Rather than feeling like you're at the mercy of that decision. So going back to the example of the cookies, rather than thinking, I can't eat cookies because I won't be able to stop, you can reframe it with, how can I eat the cookies and enjoy this moment to connect with my child? Again, you will know if you're really tuning into that moment and trusting yourself with that decision. Always going back to feeling, what is your body telling you? And the best way to know this is just, you'll feel that expansion in your body. You're not going to feel guilty. You're not going to feel bad about it. It's all about you saying, yep, I took charge. I made a decision. Now I'm okay with whatever comes out of this. And I'm just going to say here that this may be the most challenging part. (laughs) So you need to trust your process and give yourself time. Remember, you've been thinking this way for such a long time. You've lived this way for so long, barely taking responsibility for yourself or choosing yourself either. So this is new for you and it might feel scary. It might feel challenging, but the more you practice and the more you keep taking action, you're creating new moments where you can go back in your mind and remind yourself, well, 
I used to think that eating cookies with my child will make me gain weight. I can't stop eating. Now I know that's not true. And that's how you start to reframe those situations. So every time your child is having a cookie or whatever else they're eating and you want to have food with them, you can just sit down. You don't think twice about it because now you've trained your brain that I'm in charge and I know what's right for me and your body can trust you. So keep practicing. Over time, your brain will start to let go of the need to control everything for you and let you take charge. And that, my friend, is a beautiful thing because then you've actually created the future that you want for yourself. Now I'll just quickly recap what we've talked about. How to be solution-focused. First, when you're faced with a decision, you need to pause. Once you've paused, ask yourself by wondering. So you're not asking why, you're asking, I wonder. Starting with that, so that you shift from focusing on the problem to focusing on the solution. Then examine the reason that you give yourself in that moment and then make a choice. There's not good or not bad. There's just a decision that needs to be made. And when you make that decision, you need to reframe your thoughts about the decision that you've made. Now again, I'm going to reiterate <laughs> that this is work. It takes time. It takes commitment. It takes a lot of doing, assessing, rinsing, and repeating. Because many of us have been living this way for decades. So it's not going to be an overnight change. But the more you practice, it's kind of like a muscle. The more you remind your brain that that scary shadow you're seeing on the wall is not a lion. It's not going to kill me. It's just a little puppy. Then you will start to create the change that you're looking for. I do this in my work with my clients in Thrive. And I can truly tell you that once this starts to happen, you tend to see that spark come back into their eyes as they start to realize, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense. This makes so much sense. And once that happens, they really just get into that momentum of wanting to do more. I can say for sure that my own journey has been at least eight years in the making and I'm still finding new opportunities where I need to take myself through this process. Sometimes it may be because I've outgrown a season or I'm experiencing something new or just doing life like the rest of you. So I hope that you will take these steps, listen to this episode, sit down and really start to think what are some of those situations, especially when it comes to eating and taking care of yourself. What are those places where you're so focused on problems and how can you start to think differently? How can you start being solution focused? How can you start asking powerful questions? That is what will help you and create the change and create the reality and the life that you want. All right, my friend, I hope this was helpful. I would love to know your takeaways and any aha moments that came up for you during this episode. So please share with me. I'm on Instagram at Olive and Bliss Wellness. If you want to learn more about me and how I can support you, then check out my website at oliveandbliss.ca. And one last thing, if you really enjoyed this episode and you found this podcast really helpful, would you take a moment to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? It really helps to get the podcast in front of other moms and other women so that they can hear this life-changing message <laughs> too. So thanks so much for spending your day with me. I hope this was time well spent. Remember, 
you're worth the time and effort it takes to change your life. And you've got this. You just need to get on with it and start doing. All right, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food, and eat in a way that you enjoy. Get your food freedom guide at oliveandbliss.ca slash foodfreedom. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.